0: You're listening to The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry. 104.7 KTOY.
1: Welcome back to the show. Very appreciative that you stuck with us during the break. We also very much appreciate Derek McGarry. We're talking about an article written in The Atlantic by Adam Harris. It was published November 29th. And the article is entitled, Is American Healing Even Possible? And obviously it's talking about the the post-election election uh, America and the new administration that's coming in. And Brother Nelson, you said before the break we were going to bring Mark White up and he was going to educate us all. Yes, uh, Mark, I, I, I know you, you have the solution for the healing
2: uh, for America because I, I had spent some time with you yesterday afternoon and I know you had the solution. So go ahead and tell the, the listeners. Well,
3: I don't know <laughs> if I got the solution or not. But, you know, I guess... I'm in the i I'm, I'm, i guess for for me, I see the difficulty in um how America is going to heal primarily because um, America hasn't atoned for the things that they've done in their past, sure, which is a primary problem for what is taking place now. what Reverend Bobble was talking about is is admirable without any question because both Dr. King and him you know uh, have the same concepts sure but. When you look out at across America, and let's just take the small picture, let's just take November the 3rd, 2020, and you look out across America and you realize that there are 74 million people who voted for 45 because they liked what he was doing. And, and technically, if you stop and you think about what it is that he's done, he really hasn't done anything. He just kept up a whole lot of foolishness. Yeah. But they like what he's doing because they like what he was talking about. They're liking the fact that he was allowing them to be superior once again, which they failed. They they felt that they lost between the years of twenty eight, two thousand eight and two thousand and sixteen. Sure. And so when you when you take that in consideration you know, yeah. the, the true heroes of a nation, so one thing has got to happen is that the selfishness has to stop and selflessness has to take place. So you have to think beyond yourselves. You have to look at the country as more than what is it that I can get that's going to be beneficial for me. Sure. The top 1% doesn't care about that because all they want to do is hold all the money and hold all the power. Sure. And then those who voted for uh, 45, and I'm not saying you know, all 74 million of them, but I'll say the great majority of them, they're one that says that it can hold on to the white privilege that allowed them, and even some of these black folks who think that they got privileges, <laughs> to, that allow them to, be, to feel that they can be on top again. Sure. Well, if you have that mentality going on, that selfish mentality going on, there is no place for healing. If you allow yourself to say that there's nothing else in this world that's more important to me, then um, I remain on top. I have to stay rich so I can control everything that's going on. Where Where is the room to allow dialect to take place and/or uh, conditions to change, so you can allow healing to take place. Sure, you know somebody said earlier: there's healing. You know, you can have a scab at the top, or it can be healing at the bottom. But if you constantly picking at that sore, it never heals. Sure, and that's what goes on in America. I'm not talking about at every election cycle. I'm talking about every day. Okay, you see it all the time. You see how people treat you. And so what, what Mr. Barber was saying is that, yeah, these are the things that need to take place, but it's gotta sink into the American public. They have to stop and make the sacrifice that's necessary to make for healing to take place. But they're not willing to do that because everybody is thinking about themselves. Okay. Well and as long as people thinking about the
2: good Go ahead. Go ahead, Mr. Messer. No, no, I, I didn't want to cut you off. As I thought you... As,
3: oh, okay. Again, as long as people will continue to think about themselves, that healing process is always going to be placed. Again, I say, it, you got to let go of the selfishness and allow the selflessness to come into play. Jesus Christ was about that. Sure. Jesus Christ didn't come to the world to be selfish. He was a selfless servant sure. to the people. He gave of himself. And if you if you if you do that, then you can start a healing process. You have to put those things down. I don't see that happening right now, and I don't mean to be p- pessimistic. But the fact of the matter is, this is what we're in. And as, as long as you can continue to have people like forty five and and, and and the Republican Party and 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 people talking about, well, look, we we got voter fraud going on and. And 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 people uh, are mm-hmm. against you, and immigrants hate you, and if you, as long as you have that stuff going on, where is the healing going to take place?
2: Sure, yeah. Well, I I, I totally agree with, <laughs> with you, Mark. It's difficult because the divider. It would be a different thing if the divider after January twentieth, the major divider. Because he's not the only one. You got a lot of dividers uh-huh. who were underneath. Uh, the cover waiting for the major divider to show himself, and that's what happened when Donald Trump came up. If the divider would go away, then we may be able to, in due time, see some healing. But the problem is that the divider is not going away, even though he will not be in the chief office, he will be somewhere continually to divide the people, and that's what makes. Uh, it' a problem, and Mark, you pointed out something that that very that's very interesting. In that you asked, what is it that 74 million people see people seeing him because he hadn't done anything uh, besides build a wall that he's trying to hear up? And you know what was that little tune, uh, that little rhyme we learned in nursery school? Humpty Dumpty sat on the wall, and Humpty Dumpty had a great fall, and all the keys the king's horses couldn't put him together again we got another Humpty Dumpty who's been on the wall and he just had a great fall but he's not going anywhere he's not going anywhere at all so in the meantime uh healing it's up to us because we can't give up I think one of you said we can't give up hope I think Joanne Mill said that even though we know that the anti-healer is still working those of us who believe that healing is the way we have to continue to work at him because we can outnumber him yes sir go ahead
3: uh, oh absolutely uh, granted donald trump is not the cause for the the division that's going on in the nation he just exacerbated it okay But, but, but my point is is that Let's just say, for let's just say, for instance, that you can you can take forty five out of the whole picture. Let's sure. just say that once he, on January twenty, we can completely forget about him. There, you still have seventy four million people who actually truly believe in the ideals and principles that he has. Sure. Now, how do you combat that? Yeah. And see that, that's, the, that's the problem right there. You get rid of get rid of the moron. But if you still got seventy-four million people who think that that's the right thing to do, then where is the comeback to that? Well, you know, Mark, we can sit there and say that we can show them love, and we can show them kindness, and we can say, "Hey, come on over into the fold." But in their minds, they still feel like they, you know, you're taking something away from you. Sure. And in actuality, you're not.
2: Yeah. Well, Mark, most of us who 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 are truly fair. We don't believe he's done very much of anything. So t- tell me, what do you think that the 74 million people think that he's done in order for them to support him?
3: Well, I mean, you know, if the, the things that they say that he's done are very shallow. One, they talk about he's done some 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 work around deregulation, which is a lie. They they provided tax cuts for him, which is another lie, because the tax cuts are only provided... Uh, assistance to the people at the top of the bracket. And all the poor people, they they didn't receive anything. Again, when they sent out these checks, you know, for the pandemic, the $1,200 for everybody, you know, he, of course, he associated his name with that. And, and so it's just little menial things that they think that he's done. But there, there has been no change. Yeah. There has really been nothing. Even even poor Caucasians are still struggling right now even under this particular administration but now here's the thing, you're so blinded and you don't want to see that sure. because you're so busy trying to remain on top and you just say hey look yeah he's just great, he's the best thing since life's great but actually i see he hasn't done anything to make your life any better or anybody else's yeah. okay. and I'm not just saying I'm not saying that, uh, that the new administration coming in is going to do that we have a hope for that all I'm saying is, with that underlying principle that these people, and, and I'm talking about those who voted for with these people thinking that, hey, look, you, my, life is, my life is a shambles, and he was the one who made it right. And even though he may not be a picture, you still got that many people who think that. And they're too busy focused on that, you know, I need to get what it is that I need to get. In order for you to heal, you're going to have to open up dialogue between groups of people, allow this so you can understand what it is that they that each one desires, and then perhaps come to some compromise. That's where the healing process going to take place. But if I'm going to already shut you out, no matter what, 74 million, I mean, how do you begin with that?
2: Okay. <laughs> well, I, I think it's obvious that when you look at the 74 million people who voted for him, They are predominantly white. All right, so what it specifically says that 95% of the votes he got were white. So it says that he's doing something that they like. And come on, let's just be honest and bring it to the top. When he talks about making America great again, that's the code word for telling whites, I'm going to put you in a position to be supreme and uh, uh, you know we're going to make you great again. We're going to put you back in charge of everybody. And we all know what, what it is. So in the meantime, we might... Well, just tell it like it is, any number of other things that he talks about, the main reason for which they ask to support him is because they want to be in charge and be supreme over everybody else, and then that goes against what Jesse Keaton said, because when you got one group of people who want to rule another group of people, you're not going to have domestic tranquility. You're not going to have any peace in the nation. Okay, we're going to vote uh, to uh, to a break right now, and then we're going to come back when we do. Joanne, we're going to start talking a little bit about the electoral college. We talked started talking about that before, but we're going to talk a little bit about that and to find out if the electoral college is. Actually, a deterrent for real democracy. Stay tuned. We'll be right back.
0: The Sunday show will continue with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donald, brought to you by State Farm Agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY.
2: This year has many people pondering the question, am I prepared for life's unpredictable moments? 2020 definitely offers new proof that things can change in the blink of an eye. Before these random, accidental, or unpredictable moments happen, we are here to help you prepare for them, just as we've always been and always will be. This is State Farm Agent Derek McGarry. Please call us at
1: 903-831-2000 or visit us at derrickismyagent.com. When you look local first, you help local businesses grow and employ more locals, providing direct benefits to our local economy.
3: Hi, folks. This is Mike Malone of the Texarkana Chamber of Commerce. I'd like you to take a minute let me share some of the benefits of looking local first when you shop. Local businesses are run by families who live and work here. Their dollars go back into our local community. Check out this great directory of local businesses who would love to have your business at looklocalfirst.com.
1: To help your local business community grow, go to looklocalfirst.com and click on Texarkana.
0: You're listening to The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell. Brought to you by State Farm agent Derek McGarry on Texarkana's 104.7 KTOY.
1: Welcome back to the show. Very appreciative for Derek McGarry and as well for you as I... Before the break, we were going to Irma. No, we're not going to Irma. We're going to Joanne. Yeah, <laughs>
2: right. yeah, yeah, we're going to go to Joanne, okay? Uh, Joanne, there are in a number of people, specifically the critics, of the Electoral College, who says that the Electoral College actually nullifies the will of the people because what the Electoral College does in several, and has done four times is what it did in 2016 is that it had elected a president uh, that the popular vote did not support because Hillary got three million more votes. So what about the Electoral College? Is it something that we need or we need to get rid of? What do you think?
0: Well, um, the electoral college has been around for a while, and it works when it works, and when it doesn't work, it doesn't work. It's kind of like anything else. Okay. Uh, when when people agree with it, then it's okay. And <laughs> uh, when people don't agree with it, then they want to get rid of it. Right. It's sort uh, of like being on the diet. Do- uh, you might like keto, but then again, you might not like it on Monday, and you might like it on Tuesday,
2: <laughs> if that makes sense
0: to me. So I see that... Uh, a uh, Consensus does need to happen, but the Electoral College, if I'm not mistaken, was designed for a group of people who at the time were not reading the newspaper or looking at the news or keeping up with what people uh, were saying at the sure, time. Sure, sure. Well, to be honest, uh, people are still not doing that, because if they were, uh, then people would uh, vote differently. sure. So, I think that uh, the Electoral College has its place. I think that um, the only way to combat the Electoral College, from what I can see, is if people actually really arm themselves with the truth and pay attention to what's happening around them. Sure. I'm not sure that uh, even in this day and age that we're doing that.
2: Sure. We've we, we okay. witnessed uh, two times when. Uh, the president was elected uh, By the electoral college And did not get the popular vote the first one was, was in 2000 with Goa uh, And Goa lost to Bush uh, Goa had more popular votes And then you know what happened in 2016 So I, I, you know th- There are any number of critics that says That you know the people today are better able To vote than they were at this time So Jesse give us a little history On the electoral college uh, Tell us a little bit about how it came about and why
0: the electoral college came about really if you go back to the, what they call the great compromise or the compromise between the small states and the large states. and sure. uh, You had small states who were saying we need equal representation. If, uh, we're not talking about geographically small. We're talking about population wise who said small. Sure. Uh, it came about when they said you know we need equal representation uh, with the states that has a, a large. And they came up with the two house legislature and uh, the upper house which is the senate with two two. Um, uh, everybody gets two senators, and then the rest are based on population. They had the three-fifth compromise that came in with the three-fifths of all the blacks, because the South wanted blacks to be counted as population, and not, uh, uh, even though we were not considered human, it was only three-fifths of a human. And so they got all that stuff together. So when it came down to the voting portion of it, they knew that the—let me say one other quick thing.
2: Go ahead.
0: It used to be before uh, one of the amendments I, I put to it was, but uh, came up to way the senators were elected uh, by, by the states themselves. Sure. it was not elected like we do it today. It's that's, separate. That's, that's correct. They would put people. Into, they, they would put people in, in, in the Congress, and then it would look up to your state to select your two senators who you thought was best. Sure. And usually, the people who were senators were the more educated people. Sure. These were the people with the degrees and understood and what was. And, and the common people were basically in the House of Representatives now what what happened was that um they knew that if it was going to elect uh, uh, the president the electoral college gave everybody some input into who was going to be president. You had to have so many and, and if you're looking for that let's say uh, uh al Gore uh in bush uh, that became very prominent you know that, that that the small states at that particular point there one one vote one or two votes you know okay. uh they, they became a, a prominent figure in that if you go back to um whether hayes and james children in, in in 18 um 70, 17, 17, yeah 1876 yes came back to the same 1876 came back to the same thing Small states having some control and determining who was going to be president of the United States so as far as getting rid of it I doubt we're just gonna get rid of it. Now, there's, there's a positive and negative to each yes you know if you look at the problem don't have time to all that but one way that I think that, uh, 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 that we're not looking at and people say well we're neglecting the vote of the, the people well the Constitution gives the state the right to select uh, the president select who is going to be into the electoral to select the president. It does not tell you how to do it. There are two states. I think uh, I, I forgot the name of it. There are two states. What they do is that they give proportionate. Uh, I think one of them is uh, New Hampshire. I think it is ne- they give proportionate Nebra- ne- Nebraska and Maine. Yep. Nebraska and Maine. Uh, yeah. Nebraska and Maine gives g- g- gives the two. Uh, if, if whoever wins the district gets that vote. Okay. So if you look in California, they have 55, 55 votes if you take away the, the two uh, um, senators, you got 53, they got 53 districts. So whoever wins that district, that they choose a person out of district to give that particular vote to whoever they want to give to. So you can do it that way. And that would be more representative, I think, because you're not gonna get rid of electoral college. I'm sorry, it's not going to place. Okay. But if you do it that way, that is a more input to where you can say that my vote will count. Just like in Arkansas, we have six, six, six votes, but we only have four districts. So it says that what we can do is that in the Southwest down here, we can determine in the Southwest we can give one of this vote to whoever we want to give it to. If we have a, a large population of blacks, we can give it to a Democrat. Uh, If, if it's large population of whites, we can give it to to, to somebody who we want to give it to. But I'm just saying that is probably the only way that you're going to get a more representative form of government out of, of what we're doing now. Because without uh, uh, any, any to that nature, you're not going to get rid of it because the small states are not going to give up that, that, that hand that they have. Because if you look at Wyoming, for an example, in Montana and Idaho and all of people, they have three votes. That's required. And we look at uh, a Washington that's required. Uh, and look right. at Washington D.C. who can't even <laughs> who can't even get anybody in Congress, and they got a, a larger population than all those states combined, just about. So I'm just saying, it's not going to place. Okay. It's not going to go, and we might as well face it. And so we got to deal within it and come up with a structure. And and, and I think that again, given like Nebraska and and, and um, I think it's a Maine or whoever this, New Hampshire given those individual votes to the districts would be possibly the only way that you're going to get a more close to, uh, uh, uh representation to, uh, get them selected. Now I would say this, that's not going to happen either in my mind because you look at california <laughs> you know for places like technically you have a large population of black black slob there, well you the important part to get most of that votes from not the suburb but, but um, the the urban area but but what the but out in the country area rural areas yeah, texas would lose a ton of votes and they're not going to give that up yeah florida would lose a ton of votes they're not going to give that up so what i'm saying is is that you kind to call the cold call and cross You just figure it out. Okay. It's, 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 it's interesting. We'll look at it, but hey, it's complicated.
2: Yes. The Constitution uh, set up and required that the Electoral College act every four years. But the problem is the Constitution did not say who the electors had to vote for. And what has been traditionally done and customary is that the Lect- the electors normally followed the popular vote. If the popular vote was for Donald Duck, the electors voted for Donald Duck. They didn't have to. If the, in another state, the, if the majority of the people voted for Mickey Mouse, then the electors. But again, what happened here is
1: that the founders did not say that they had to. So, Philip, what do you think? it was a political compromise that was appropriate then mm-hmm. but it's indefensible now okay. and i don't say indefensible being subjective i say indefensible because like you like we've pointed out recently mm-hmm the popular vote says this person, yeah. the electors say that person. Sure. That's indefensible when you had that outcome. Yeah. So I'm not going to repeat what everybody else said, but mm-hmm. no, it, it, it does not function the way it was intended, or perhaps it doesn't have the outcomes that meet the purpose as it was intended. Sure. And it doesn't represent democracy. Sure. You know? And there needs to be an amendment, in my
2: opinion, that that says that, The electors are required to vote for. Now, that's in several of the states have that. The electors are required to vote for whoever wins the popular vote, because that's why Donald Trump is out right now trying his best to encourage some of the electors to to turn it over. Okay. so in the meantime, I think that needs to be an amendment. Uh, Mark, we got about two minutes. Uh, I'm going to go to you here. And then at that point, we're going to shut it down. Go ahead.
3: Yeah, the um, the, the unlike what Mr. Keaton said, I don't believe that the electoral college is ever going to disappear. And primarily, the, the he's right. The smaller states, like you know Montana, due to population, and even Arkansas, and 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 uh, all these other smaller states, are not going to give up their uh, their seat at the table um, because they don't have the, the citizens. I mean, you see, you got California with forty million people. And then you got Montana that's only got 500,000. Sure. Well, they got one representative and then two senators. So that's why they got three electoral votes. And they're not, and although California has uh, 55 electoral votes, they've got two senators the other 53 are all representation in the, in the House of Representatives. And so they, you know, that's the reason why they do that. And the reason why they also is to keep those bigger states, the stronger states from dominating the country and leaving the smaller states out. I don't see it going anywhere anytime soon. The important part is that the electors, as everybody was saying, have to do the will of the people of the state. Sure. If the majority of the people of the state say that I'm going to pick uh, Joseph Joseph uh, Biden for president of the United States. The electors have to do that. If the majority of people says they got to pick Donald Duck as the uh, the president, then Donald Duck has to be the one that they pick. Sure. And it just it has to go that way. Sure. They can't be diverging themselves.
2: All right, and that has to be an amendment because at this point it does not say that. But in the meantime, listen, guys, we enjoyed you. We always enjoy the, the your, your comments. We, we know we can see that you've done some research. And so uh, as of this morning, thank you for uh, participating with us. We hope you have the rest of the day and enjoy yourselves. But that's all for this show, and we hope all of our listeners, along with the Crosstalk panel, enjoyed the show. We'll be back next week with another exciting show.
1: That is all for this edition of the KTLY Sunday Show. Uh, wash your hands, keep social distance, and wear your mask.
2: Now, on behalf of Philip O'Donnell and the great and wonderful people
1: here at Texas Radio, thank you for being our listeners and being kind enough to tune in to us each Sunday morning. Remember, you're listening to KTOY Radio 104.7 FM, the station that cares about the quality of your life, the soul of the city. So, stay tuned. Don't go nowhere because
2: Miss Didi Woods and her gospel show, and visions which come to you each Sunday morning, will come to you right after this show. My closing comment is: fight for the things you care about, but do it in such a way that will lead others to join you. This quote comes from former Supreme Court Justice Ruth Bader Ginsburg. See you again next week. Thank you.
3: The Sunday Show with Donald Nelson and Philip O'Donnell